Welcome to the Elite Executive Podcast, your number one resource for all things executive health so you can thrive at the office, at home, and in the gym. It's my mission to educate you on how to sleep better, stress less, and maximize your productivity by taking control of your health. I'm your host, Oren McCurry. Let's start your journey to optimal performance right now. Enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guys, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to today's episode of the Elite Executive Podcast. I am your host, as always, Oren McCurry, and I am back with another episode straight to your ears with no nonsense BS that you can literally just take away. I am literally downloading the thoughts and the experiences and the conversations that I have with high-performing executives in 12 different countries around the world and giving them to you for free on this podcast. Now, the only thing I would ask that you would do in return is if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. That will give us a little boost up in the rankings. And if you see that five-star review, leave us a review. Leave us the stars, please, guys, just so that we know you are enjoying it. That is literally all I ask. I will keep doing this until I know I see there's no longer value or I've literally downloaded all my thoughts into this and I will keep improving this podcast and there's never going to be ads or any other other BS on you that's like I'm not going to try to push products on you or have people spend advertising dollars to to um come on here and destroy your brain this is just going to be me talking to you guys so if you can do something like that for me I would appreciate it now we are back with episode number 14 and we're going to talk to the follow-up of the evening routines So when I did the evening routines, I sort of laid out to you that, you know, most people will think, why did I do the evening routines first when morning routines are the big buzz about being productive and setting yourself up for the day? Now, morning routines are very important for high performers because they are literally the groundwork. They're the the ground zero of, of your day. And if you don't start off in the right place, then it could cause some issues. Okay. Now, with the evening routine, the reason why I did that first and I explained this in the previous podcast is that a good day starts the night before. And if you do not plan, like, please do not plan your day in the morning. Like you've already lost if you're sitting down and you're like, hmm, what am I going to do today? Let me write out exactly what I've got on my diary. Or you're just looking at your diary for the first time. You need to start with that evening routine. Go back, listen to that episode. Get the get the nine oh two one oh routine uh, in from lunchtime so that you have a good quality sleep that that night, um, and try to make sure that you've got all your ducks in a row in terms of actually planning your day. You know what you're meant to do tomorrow. You know what your biggest tasks are. So then, when you wake up, you can just get into what the biggest priority tasks are without sort of umming and on and thinking, "Well, what am I going to need to do here?" Okay, so. That will set you up perfectly for the day, but also what you decide to do in your day is also going to set it up now. One thing, and I think um, probably why I didn't want to do one on morning routines first as well, is that morning routines have kind of been bastardized a bit. You know, people are adding so many things in, like, you know, all these things about biohacking and all these things that could give you one to 2% to make your day better. But at the end of it, all you've got is a, you know, a four hour morning routine that, you know, two and four hours of personal work first thing in the morning it's not going to cut it for a lot of people, you know, like you've got fucking kids, you've got a busy job, you've got, you don't want to be sitting for four, four hours sitting, singing Kumbaya and an ice bath. You know what I mean? You've got to, you got to take the stuff that I'm going to talk about here now and you got to find out what works for you. And I'm going to talk a little bit about, about my own routines as well. 
not that my routines are perfect, but just that's what's working for me currently right now, as of October, 2023, if you're listening to this in the future, this might change in, in a week. It might change in a day. It might change in a month. I don't know, but it's working for me right now. Okay. Now, one other big misconception about morning routines is that you need to get up and be in the 5am club. There was, um, there was a great book by Robin Sharma called the 5am club. And it was a, a talk about, you know, it was a book about these people who meet and it was a very good, uh, a fable, I guess, you know, about how this uh, this visionary person comes in and transforms people's lives by getting them to get up earlier and all these benefits that came from it. Now, yeah, that might be true. I personally wake at 5 a.m. just out of choice. Um, For me, it's mainly because my kids sleep in, depending on the day, until 6, 6.37. Uh, they don't have breakfast till 7 downstairs, and that's whenever I join the family after doing some work. Um, Because obviously, being my own boss, I can train in the middle of the day when the gym's quiet, so that's all good for me. But like Elon Musk apparently sleeps in until seven-ish. Like it's not that, you know, he's the most, probably the most well-known entrepreneur in the world right now. And one that draws a lot of controversy, I would say, but also one that um a lot of people look up to, you know, and if he's sleeping until seven, you know, that shows you that you can amass the fortune as long as you're doing the routine that, that works with you, right? Now, here what I here's a few things that I need to, I, I would encourage you to think about to create your own high high performing morning routine. And some of them I would say are 100% non-negotiables. If you can do some of these things, you will 100% benefit. But then once we actually wake up, then it's the other things like, are you going to train? Are you going to work that are going to be personal? So number one is going to be sack the snooze button. Like why the fuck are you setting up like an alarm for set of like say five o'clock? Like when you know you're not going to wake up at that time. Like, it is just, it's the most stupid thing ever, right? When you set an alarm for five o'clock, you're telling yourself you're going to wake up at that time, that it's important for a reason. I've got work to do. I've got things to do in the morning. If you're going to train, if you're going to prepare the kids' lunch boxes, whatever reason why you're you're getting up at 5 a.m., it's important to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't set that alarm for five. Now, I would set the alarm for five if you know you're going to get up and you're going to not snooze that frigging snooze button. Otherwise, just set it a little bit later. Because here's what happens with the snooze button. And I talked about this in the sleep episode. When you hit the snooze button, the average snooze button is about eight minutes, right? Between five and eight, depending on the on the phone model, I guess. But the average is about eight minutes, right? So five, 5 a.m. alarm goes off. You hit the snooze button. You nod back to sleep. It's going to take you a minute or two to fall asleep again. Then you're going to be in pretty light sleep. And you're probably just about probably not even hitting deep sleep you're probably still in that light sleep stage whenever your arm goes again so you're getting eight minutes of extra sleep yes but it's light sleep it's going to be non-restorative sleep it's not recharging your body with deep sleep it's not recharging your mind with REM rapid eye movement sleep so sack off that snooze button because first thing you're doing is you're breaking that promise you're losing that first battle of the day the first battle is against yourself saying are you going to get the fuck up on that first alarm when it comes and I would far rather, rather than you set your alarm at five and snooze it for half an hour, set your alarm for 5.30 and just get up on the first alarm. Surely that makes more sense. Like I'm saying this, like I'm nearly shaking my head, but for some people they're like, oh, that's revolutionary. Like, why didn't I think about not snoozing my alarm? But it's it's not rocket science. You just got to do things that are going to sort of help you, right? And it's probably just a bad habit that you're in, but it's one habit that you can break and you're going to get huge benefit from breaking it, okay? Now, when you wake up, you're going to have to think, well, this will be planned the day before, but is it going to be a workout time or is it going to be work time? Like I mentioned, for me, I'm my own boss. I can take calls. I can schedule calls with people all over the world at any time of the day. I'm recording this late at night, eight o'clock at night. Um, I can work any time of the day. 
So when I get up, I get up and do my highest priority tasks. That might be client calls to people in New Zealand, clients in the, the US. It might be waking up and just doing some messaging on LinkedIn because that's that's my priority task for the day. But for you, if you're, say, working nine to five or you're a busy CEO working, say, seven to seven or whatever it is, that that magic time in the morning of waking at five, that means you could get to the gym or train train at home in your your apartment, your condo, your your spare bedroom, whatever it is, wherever you've got a, a little setup in your garage. You can have this all set up so that you can just train, get that out of the way, you still be at the office for seven as planned and get that big uh, big task out of the way. But you've got to work out what's most important. Is it you, that you're getting up to be productive energetically towards work or are you going to be getting up productive energetically towards your your workouts, okay? Now, then we also need to think about time management and prioritization. Like if you are actually... If you are sitting down to do work, like what is the biggest priority thing? Like if I've got client calls, um, what's the biggest task? Like I normally get up at five, for example, right? Let me lay out actually, like before I, I talk about all the things you could do, let me talk about mine. So I wake up at five, first alarm, I get straight in the shower after using the bathroom, I weigh myself, I do all those other things, like look, like record my daily check-ins for my own coach and different things. So I do that, it like, takes me probably two minutes to do that. Then I jump in the shower, have a quick shower, get myself ready, get myself dressed. My clothes are already out for the, from the day before, so I know exactly what I'm wearing. Try not to wake the wife, try not to wake the kids. And then I come down and first thing I do is I hydrate my body. So I've got my water from the previous night, which is probably if I take a 700 ml shaker up to bed, I'll probably drink maybe 100, 200 mils overnight just when I, when I wake or whatever, if I do wake. So that's pretty much still going to be full. I'll just top it up with some cold water and then I'll drink that over the next hour. So I do that deliberately. Um, and Andrew Huberman uh, talks about this on his podcast um, and, on, and on social media as well, where delaying that first coffee for 60 to 90 minutes has more impact on you feeling energetic. So first thing you do is, is to hydrate because you're going to be losing up to, um, up to I think it's up to a liter of water, just off the top of my head. I think it's a liter of water you can lose overnight just from sweating just from uh respiration okay so we need to replenish that to get our, our body up and up and running and even just a 0.05 percent um increase in dehydration can lead to issues with productivity and brain function right so that's the first thing that i personally do uh, i hydrate then i put my airpods in i've got a great visualization uh where one of my previous mindset coaches gavin McHale, who's going to be on I want to say he's going to be on episode 16 um, talking about the, the subconscious mind and the things that are holding us back. Great, great mindset coach, great productivity coach. Uh, he works with Craig Ballantyne in the US. And I listened to a meditation from him, which is all about abundance and, you know, attracting the right people, the right mindset, the right money, everything else. That sets me up for the day. Um, and even though I listen to it and my brain will go to different places, um, it sets me up and just gets me thinking about the day. And since I started to do that, I've had huge turnarounds in my um how I how I see the world. Even though I'm a positive person and very abundant minded, obviously being your own business owner and being an online coach, like solo, essentially, like you're not in a gym working with people and interacting with people a lot. Um, it's it's just it's changed my mindset a lot. So like that's something that's hugely um, beneficial for me. Then I might have client calls from six to seven, or I might do some work on LinkedIn, do some client plans, do some check-ins if it's a check-in day, 
that's my biggest task of the day. And I do that. And then I get into food, breakfast and, and time with the kids and see my wife. And I've, I've had a coffee probably from uh, 6, 6.15. Uh, after that sort of hour period, I will have hydrated and then have my coffee, get the food with the girls, drop them to school and then get into probably my own training or meetings or anything that I've got that day. So that's how I set up my morning. I don't do a million different things. I don't do ice baths. I don't do... um. Loads of, I guess breath work is kind of included in the visualization, but I'm not deliberately doing, I'm doing the visualization and just breathing through it. Um, So that's what I personally do. So you need to find what works for you, but you need to work out, is it, do you need to do some movement in that block? Is it if you're just getting up and you're, you're moving around and you're setting yourself up for the day, but maybe you're not going to the gym, but you're not working. Does like a five, 10 minute movement, like circuit sort of get you going and get you, um get you set up, get you limber for the day. Is breath work going to be part of that, whether it's using like a visualization like Gavin's one that I spoke about, uh, the Calm app, the Aura Ring app also has like guided meditations on there as well. To be honest, I haven't used them. I know they're on there, but I haven't used them. Um, are you going to do a visualization or a meditation like the guided ones, uh, like the the ones like I, I just mentioned from Gavin, which is kind of mindset related? Um, are you getting sunlight in? sunlight's going to be great first thing in the morning like when the sun comes up to actually stand outside and get some fresh sunlight one way that i kind of get around that because i'm i'm works my priority i don't want to be standing outside for 10 minutes when i i could be being productive before the kids wake up um there's two ways you can do this i've got a bright ring light in front of me so obviously the screen's bright but the bright light from the uh, ring light is going to wake me up it's going to keep me alert it's going to get me going in the morning there's also these really cool glasses by an australian company actually called retimer and they look like something out of you know the tron movies where they've got like these blue lights uh around the the frame and that blue light from that is very effective at waking up it mimics what happens when you get out in the sun for 10 minutes and you're meant to wear these these glasses i think they're a couple hundred bucks for like 10 minutes and it's meant to have a huge uh, huge impact on that but if you can get out into sunlight as early as possible you're going to get a huge benefit in terms of just your energy so if you had where you woke up you didn't snooze your alarm you hydrated then you had a coffee outside in the sun like that's a perfect morning routine not everyone can do that but i think that would be great in terms of uh, leaving you energized so guys this has just been a few ideas like i'm not trying to say like i've got the best morning routine but like, think about it. Something you might want to put in as well is cold therapy. Um, I find it's good for waking yourself up. Um, what I do in the shower is I'll wash myself normally with hot water, like like a sane person would. Uh, I don't jump straight in. Like, I don't turn it to cold and jump in. That would be absolutely uh, crazy. I mean, I'm already a crazy Irishman. I don't need to be doing stuff like that. But something you might want to do, consider doing is, you know, like people do ice baths, whether it's homemade one in the bath, whether they've got these chiller based ones, which basically are like the high end couple of thousand bucks. All I do is I literally do wash myself in the shower, like I said, hot. And then last 30 seconds or a minute, I'll just turn it to cold, breathe through that. And that's a really good way, one, to wake yourself up because cold water is obviously very, um, I guess, stimulating on the body, you know, it's going to shock you because you're going to lose your breath. You're going to have to breathe through it. Um, but also that stress and that resilience, you know, if you get up and you have a cold shower, you do a cold plunge first thing in the morning, like what stress is going to come through the rest of the day that you can't really handle because you're sitting in ice cold water for two or three minutes. Like that's hard. Once you've done that hardest thing, first thing in the morning, like you're going to be resilient as hell. So like movement, cold therapy, breath work, meditation, visualization, sunlight, hydration before you caffeinate 
and um, getting your most productive things done first thing in the morning and start it all off right guys by just sacking that snooze button and not actually just giving into it and just doing doing your absolute best to set the alarm for the time that you're actually going to get up so guys Again, it's not the perfect morning routine. I'm not claiming it is. I'm just giving you some ideas. What I want you to go about and think is, what are you currently doing now that you know could be improved? Where are you maybe lacking a bit of um, energy, productivity, um, not prioritizing the best thing? Like, could you be getting up and working out or prioritizing work so you can maybe finish work early, finish work at four o'clock, and then you know go to the gym on the way home? We get to, I don't know what it's going to be for you guys, but. You've got to you got to prioritize things and you got to think about what's going to drive you forward. Okay. So here's just a few things. Hopefully you've enjoyed it, guys. Smash that five-star button, smash the follow button, smash the subscribe button. Tell all your friends. I would love it if you guys post it on social media. And if you do tag me, please connect with me on LinkedIn. If you've got any questions, I'm more than happy to answer them, guys. Even if it's just a quick chat saying, Hey, I love the morning routine one. Um I'm going to change this about my morning routine. I would just love to know what you guys are doing and give you some, some insight and value or maybe some personal um, personal advice based on, on where you're at and where I can see maybe you gain in 1% or 2% better with your morning routine or any anything for that matter, whether it's sleep, stress, training, nutrition. Anyway, I can give you some value. Just drop me a message on LinkedIn. More than happy to contribute. Guys, thank you so much for this. I appreciate everyone who's listening. We're getting a good amount of followers. We're getting good good traction overall and uh, i haven't got emails from anyone in denmark yet saying that we, we're still climbing the charts or any other country for that matter but maybe if you guys start sharing it we, we can start taking over the world thank you guys for listening uh, this has been episode 14 <laughs> i had to think about it there i will see you guys on the next episode which is going to be all about time management Thank you for tuning into the Elite Executive Podcast with me, Oren McCurry. If you want to continue the conversation about anything in this episode, or if you have any questions around your own health as a busy executive, then the best place to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash executive health coach to find my profile. Once there, please send me a connection request and I'm more than happy to discuss your personal scenario. But for now, have a great day and I'll see you on the next one.